the world lives in me. That's my world. The world lives in you. That's your world. If we want freedom in our world, then we all have that power. What can I say? I am beyond, beyond blown away to have been able to interview my greatest honor, my greatest mentor, someone who has changed my life and the life of every single one of my clients and possibly your life if you've listened to her amazing books and her teachings. Byron Katie is on the podcast today, or as she's known, Katie. To tell you that I was excited and overwhelmed and grateful is an understatement. I sobbed and sobbed and sobbed listening to her. And honestly, just being in her presence was really, truly remarkable. I felt loved. I felt accepted as I was. And it was just pure love. I have recorded this as well as you will hear me say. You can watch the behind the scenes of this on my Instagram, on my IGTV. You can watch this full interview on my YouTube channel, The Queen of Confidence. And today you can listen to my incredible, incredible conversation with the one and only Byron Katie. Enjoy. <sighs> okay. Hello. Hi, it's Stephen. Katie Hi, is Stephen. on How are you? her way. She will oh. be here less than a minute. You're amazing. How are you? Well, I am excellent. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for saying yes to this. <laughs> oh, you're very welcome. She'll be right here. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Erica. Hi. Hi, honey. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, sweetie. I'm so deeply grateful. Oh, honey. Oh, I'm just, I promise I won't cry the whole time or I might. <laughs> oh, I'm just really grateful for this opportunity and for who you are in the world and the work that you do because it's so important. I could just stare at you for 30 minutes and not ask you any questions. <laughs> oh, thank you, Katie. Oh, honey. Thank you. Oh, okay, let's begin. I'm st still taking all of that yeah, in. Thank you. And my thought is, I was given the same thing. Mm -mm. And... The gratitude you're expressing, I don't take for granted either. It's like, why me? What? 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 Yeah. <laughs> this gift. 
And then to see you reflected back as a result of this gift that we just give between us. We we give it as far and vast as anyone can take it in through our books and our presence, mm. our gratitude. Thank you. Mm. <sighs> Thank you for that, because that just means the world. And, you know, I... I was joking with my audience, my Instagram audience, and all of my amazing clients that um, I would meet you one day or I would have you on the podcast. And, and and when it finally was able to happen, I just was in this space of it never needs to happen. I'm already grateful that it could possibly happen. <laughs> and it's the work. It's it's I've been doing it for four years now, and it has been doing me. And it has, I honestly, when I think about meeting anyone or asking any questions, I can't ask a question because the work will answer the question. There's no questions to be asked or answered. And I'm, I'm at that point And I think my clients are like, what? How the hell did you get to that point? <laughs> and so I myself literally would happily stare at you for 30 minutes and just <laughs> honestly, you're divine. It's like being blah, I can't speak. So but my audience has questions and I'm like, I'm so happy that, that, that we can answer them. And, and they say deep gratitude to you because you have changed their lives through the work that you were so, so willing to, to share and, and how, you, how you created the questions and how you went, let me not say that because I don't want to alienate people, like just how you made it so accessible. Yeah, yeah, it had to be something for Everyone. It had to be obvious and simple. Mm. But what the mind will do with it, it'll take the simple, simple and apply complexity to it. And and so it takes a little settling down. The ego's like this wild cult that I know, I know I'm free. And, <laughs> and it'll just, I know that already. I know that. Yeah. And then stumble and think again. Mm. I love you. Okay. So we have this thing in my community that's called the sisterhood. Uh, and our, our our first kind of module is about the mind, because I love the mind. As you say, mind is good. Mind is beautiful. You say in the Inner Awakening book, I have like all your books and I've listened to you in my ear intimately in so many times and ways that I feel like you're a relative. I know you are a relative of mine. And I heard you say a closed a closed mind is a closed heart, and, and we need an open mind. Can you talk about that? Because that's so beautiful. An open mind is like, I see you're beautiful. I it, It's as it may seem mundane to some, but it's like, I love your fingernails. I love their green. I love your smile. I love your, oh, my goodness, your laughter, your earrings, your your brightness and what you bring and and... And so that is, is, give me the quote again. Which, oh, the, oh, yes, um, open mind, open heart. Yes. So that is right thinking. Everything I just said applied to you. And the heart is open. Mm. And it just spills out. I don't have to think about it. Yeah. I don't have to be sophisticated in it. It flows. That's why I love so, that. And, yeah. 
And the reason it can flow is there's nothing there to stop the flow. Like, yeah, but. Yes, yes. Yeah. However, she. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that is, that is open mind, open heart. But I, you know, I, I, she, and when that stops the heart, that connection with heart. Mm. So it's so that's why I love inquiry. I love the work because it questions anything that would stop that natural flow of yeah. I care. I'm here for you. Mm. I've con- I'm connected. And to stop that flow is, you know, <laughs> everything from mild irritation to war. Yeah. We've had enough of that. And, um, and, you know, we can't blame ourselves. It's what we're thinking and believing because the ego would say, I'm right. She really did it. She really said it. She really, it's a fact. Of course, I'm not going to ask my friends because they may disagree. I'm just going to go on just, it's, um, you know, getting backups for this insanity. (laughs) And, and yeah, you get to be right, but is your heart closed? Yeah, so that's what I love that people take to these four questions and turn around. I love listening. And I feel like the more I listen to different books of yours and, and, and read and listen, because I love hearing. I love I'm very visual and feeling and hearing and seeing. And so I, I recommend that people listen to the book, especially if it's their first time doing the work because of the beautiful emotion. And you just have this you're the like a mother of the world. Like that's what that energy feels like to me. And that's why I'm like overwhelmed with joy near you. It just feels like mother and love and acceptance and a big juicy hug from Katie, you know, when you speak, it's what it feels like. It feels, you know, I don't, I know that you maybe know this, but I just want to say to you, like when I hear you, it's like, darling, Hey, beautiful. Like, like, it's like, Oh, my little pumpkin. (laughs) Yes. As well. Right. You have grandbabies. Yes, I do. And the youngest one is uh, 17. (laughs) Oh, really? They're not babies anymore. Oh, oh no! Except here in my head, they're yeah. all ages. <laughs> up, up to let's see, the oldest two are like twenty, twenty six. For heaven's wow. sake, yeah. Wow. But all, always my babies. Yes. Oh, I see the world that way, and no disrespect intended. Yeah. Anyone that would judge another human being and not question it, noticing the heart shut down. Mm. And, he, and he, they need a little love and care. Can I ask you, so I will tell my clients to, you know, or anybody who listens to me on the podcast or anywhere, you know, I, I say I'm a confidence coach, but really it's it's life coaching. It's helping you live a better life. It's helping you question your mind. It's your work is, I know that a lot of therapists and, and psychologists and everybody uses the work. And um, I remember Tony Robbins talking about the work and I was like, yes, Tony Robbins loves Byron Katie too. Um, <laughs> and I, I find that when people do it, when my clients, when my women do it, their whole world shifts. They, they, they get what they want. It's incredible. And then they stop. And how do you, I know you talk about it as a practice. What can you say to those that are struggling, like showing up or how often do they need to do it? How can they make it a practice? Well, I invite people to do what I did the first three years and continue to do. And that is, um, 
the work is it's um it's an experience and a meditative process yeah, yeah. just to fill in one of those judge your neighbor worksheets or just one belief at a time like he doesn't understand me and you feel the energy there he doesn't and you just feel it whether you're thinking it or telling someone you know and mm. and um to um just write that one thing down on paper and then go to the work.com and and um download a one belief at a time worksheet mm. and then we have to remember the questions just download until it becomes natural but to do one of those a day and just meditate in these four questions like he he hurt my feelings is it true and just in writing that written meditation yeah. and stillness bringing mind into the world on paper and it's so powerful and it it that's what i suggest you know to to anyone that says you know what what can i do just yeah. do what i did and what i continue to do because as you yourself are um um probably very aware every time you you offer the work to someone you're receiving the work yes. so it's really on um, you in your generosity giving you a more enlightened mind mm -hmm. so we yes. can sit at home and give it to ourselves um, and we can offer it to other people once we we have the training wheels in place from our morning practice mm -hmm. and yeah or um yeah yeah that honey that's that's what i yeah, yeah i love it you say have it for breakfast and i'm like that's yeah just, it's so yeah. good <laughs> yeah and don't leave home without it yeah <laughs> and that's home in the self or yeah. home out, out of the house yeah. yeah i remember i was pregnant with my son uh my second son when i found the work and i would drive around town selling shampoo and conditioner it was a very fancy job that i had and it was awesome i get to drive and i get to listen to your books and and I would be at the red light on a Kmart receipt being like, is it true? You know, and it wasn't yeah. sexy. It was a Kmart receipt or a McDonald's receipt. But it was just like my mind was blown as I was driving going, oh, my gosh. See, so you're as open to the gift as I was. That's what I'm hearing. It's like everything's up for questioning because it's mind expanding life expanding love expanding even though love has no limits it's just this infinite world of beauty and caring and fearlessness and that's confidence and that's what you know you were your um yeah. um you, you used the word confidence earlier and it's yeah. it's that's what confidence is Mm. Um, life out of a questioned mind and it's it's never an i know mind it's open mind open mind open mind and living out of that confidence is uh, I'd, I'd say a, a synonymous word to that would be um authentic mm. authenticity I love that. I love that you shared that. Thank you so, so much because it's, it's otherwise really we could be pretending confidence. Yeah. Yeah. And really frightened inside and projecting and, something. And, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And that's okay. And, and we can do better. We can do, we can be that confidence uh, that confident um, without the fear. Mm. I love what you say um, in your book, in the inner awakening book, you said, I cannot need what I don't have. 
And I think so many of us, I mean, even if we just say, I cannot need what I don't have. If I don't have it, I don't need it. And it's just, that's mind blowing. Can you talk to that a little bit? Yeah, it's, um, I, um, you know, the work found me like you, and I discovered that, um, I discovered that if I don't have it, I don't need it, that I have not only everything I need, but more. Mm. That's a law. More. If I'm, if I've lost my home, I've lost my children, I've lost my, I've everything, lost everything, but the terrible clothes on my back, barely. And I'm sitting on the curb. Other than what I'm thinking and believing, am I okay? Yes. And then when I get quiet, you know, there are in that curb I'm sitting on, there's the sky, there are clouds, there are people passing by, mm. there's laughter, they're laughing. I can afford to laugh too. I'm present. Mm. And even hunger is a state of mind. Even death is a state of mind. Mm. We fear what we believe about death, yeah. not death. So to be what I discovered basically was it's a friendly universe without exception. Mm. And any thought I would have that opposes that feels like stress. Mm. So, you know, just yeah. experience like you, sweetheart, experience is, is what brings me to these quotes. They're a way of expressing these, these amazing understandings and recognitions mm-hmm. and enlightenment we find just writing, is it true on a Kmart receipt? <laughs> <laughs> not a little thing yeah but honestly it's oh my gosh and i my husband passed away when i was 23 years old he was my high school sweetheart and he passed away in a drinking and driving accident and and i had worked so much on it i had come to australia i live i'm american but i live in australia now and i met my husband my current husband who was into personal development and spirituality and all of these things and you know, I, I started doing the work on this with, with a coach. And after eight years, I felt like I had really healed that, that, that death and that experience. And then I found the work. And then I found loving what is. And I heard you say in the book to someone, you know, someone died. And you said, "Where is it true that they're dead? And I'm thinking, yeah, they're in a casket. What do you mean, Byron Katie? Yeah. And, the, and you said, oh, it makes me like emotional. You said, where do they live in your heart? Like my children aren't here. They're at school. Thank goodness right now. But they're alive in my heart. And when you said that, I pulled over. I broke down, broke through. Mm-hmm. I shared it with my amazing audience because it's not my experience. It's our experience, right? And I can't tell you that that day, Giovanni Lopez, my husband, came back to life inside of me. And I... Mm-hmm. It was like the best gift because he, he already passed in the physical skin bag body, but I had, I had, I had killed the spirit as well. I had not, yeah. you know, and it, that just helped me so much because now my five-year-old talks about him. My husband and I celebrate him. We listen to his music. He's not gone, but we have so many issues with death. And you said something like, if, if Stephen was to go, it's the th- your husband, who is beautiful and lovely. Your husband, Stephen, dies. It's not that he died. It's that I can't live without him. Or th- yeah. can you talk to that? Because that is powerful. Well, it, it's like 
Stephen is um, in the kitchen right now. I can hear his yeah. computer and and. But how do I know? Mm. You know. So now I'm in touch with how he lives in my mind, and how that hits my heart. So mm. what I'm believing about Stephen in life or death. Is go- I'm going to wear that whether he is dead or alive, as we say. Yeah. But is he alive in me? That mm. they call him dead and bury him. Is he alive in me? That's as ridiculous, and I don't mean that disrespectfully. Yeah. But it's as ridiculous as imagining he's in the kitchen, <laughs> and as I'm here talking to you, he's yeah. in my in my mind's eye. I see him in the kitchen, but that doesn't make it so. I could be right. Don't know. I just don't know. Show me reality. Mm. That's a beautiful life. Reality is always kinder than what we're believing about it. Mm. And the work dispels those spells of horror and fear and impoverishment. Mm. I love too that you talk, and and again, this is something from from my clients because I get it. Like I, I get it. I get that it's it does you. You begin to live. You know, you don't read the book. You become the book. You you live and think that way. And I can't now say my husband isn't romantic because it's bullcrap. Yeah. You know, like I'm not. It's it's back to me. You know, it's like boomerang. You know, <laughs> and so, but 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 so many of my clients say, what about when when children are dying of hunger? What about Black Lives Matter? What about racism? What about sexism? And what about all of these horrible things? And how do we be with these things and not just not just be okay with it? And, and I like to explain that you never say, it's great that someone abuses someone. That's awesome. You never say that. Even in your interview with Oprah, she was mind blown when you said, you know, no one's taking advantage of you. You're giving them your money. But can you speak to that? Because so many people, that's their thing is like they think the work is saying yay to abuse or yay to racism. You know, it's 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 like um, like all the things you mentioned, for example, Black Lives Matter, any cause mm. it is. It's like I can live out of out of this. How can I help? That's it. How can I help? And what is stopping me from doing that? And and am I short, where are my shortcomings yeah. in that? Do I see Black Lives Matter? Mm. Do I even see Black? I can see colors, but what does that have to do with our true nature? Mm. Nothing, mm. nothing. But do what I can. Yeah. Do what I can. And, yeah. and, and more importantly, or as importantly, what is stopping me? It can only be fear. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> there's, there's, I think and if about, I can't, let me do what I can from here. Yeah, yeah. It can be as simple as it's his turn to do the dishes, and, and I see he hasn't done them. I just do the dishes, do my life, I yeah. do what I can. Mm, mm. And I don't settle. Yeah. You know, there could be 10 causes, 30 causes in my email. Well, there could be one yeah. that I respond to. And why wouldn't I? Yeah. It's what I'm thinking and believing. I'm too busy. I gave to that last year or last month. 
Um, it's, you know, it's other people's turns. But not, you know, when we question those, then that fearless state of mind, we know what to do. That's mm-hmm. an authentic mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. That's living out of confidence. I'm confident I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. It doesn't have to be by anyone else's measure. I think, too, when you say, like, we, we see a lot in our work, especially young people, that we get activated and excited and, and we're activists and we want to do something and change. And I think you said something really funny that was like, a bear is chasing you and you can run away from the bear and just run away from the bear or you can run away from the bear in anxiety and terror. And it's like, how do you want to run away from the bear? And it's like, how do we want to fight or how do we want to stand up for inequality? Do we want to be pissed off, angry, upset, judgmental, stressed out and and go ah, and then fight the patriarchy or whatever it is? Or because I feel like we can become if we get too hardcore that way, we can also be just like the thing we're fighting and it's not just do I want to run away fearfully or um, in, or non-fearfully. It's non-fearfully because that's where we make the most intelligent decisions, the yeah. wisest decisions. And that is equal in all of us. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean the bear won't catch us. Yeah. <laughs> but am I present when I'm feeding him, poor bear? Yeah. <laughs> hungry bear <laughs> poor bear he wants to have a bite yeah. he wants his territory yeah and, you know i look to myself <laughs> look to myself uh-huh. what what is it that um a lot of my my ladies the women because this podcast is for women really who who want to be the best they can be and let go of mainly caring so much about what they think people think about them and <laughs> What would you say to that? What, what is it that we... I would say be generous. Allow people their own thoughts. We think we, we talk about freedom of speech. Yeah. Well, thought, speech. People have a right to believe me to be who they believe me to be. I can't change people's minds. So can I change my own? That's the only mm. question that comes in me. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, <laughs> and what are my thoughts about those people who judge me? Mm. You know, those are the ones to work if I don't feel connected. Also, they they may say things about me that are true, that I haven't discovered lurking in me, that I'm in some kind of denial over. So those people are my teachers. They can bring up things. I mean, what is worth going to war for? Something I would defend, something the ego would defend. Yes, yes. And you, I think you said that um, when you were talking to Oprah, you said that there's no war. There's only war when you defend. The first defense is the first act of war. Yes. So people can think and be and do and you don't have to pick up the racket and hit the ball back. It's like, well, if I want to give a gift, I just let them keep what they're believing mm. without trying to strip it from them that makes up their identity Mm. that's their path so to give you know like if someone judges me i give them the gift of not interfering with who they see me to be Mm. and they rarely stop and ask ask me any questions they just go on with what they believe but if they ask me you know then we could have a discussion but i'm not invited on uh in the scenario that that I'm thinking they just will write what they write and think what they think. Mm. The people who read it will think what they think. 
Yeah, that's yep, the worst that can that. happen. <laughs> I love and that. what identity am I protecting? Yes. What What's up with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I heard that you had been doing the work with kids, and I have a lot of moms who listen and who struggle with motherhood and, and what is, you know, struggle. My, my clients, the biggest thing they come to me with, I always know they're going to come to me with the sock story that you talk about. And they're like, I don't understand the sock story. And, um, you know, I know that you did it with kids. How can we, can we do the work with children? How does that work? You know, when the work is deeply in us, and um, we can respectfully you know, when, when, um, oh my goodness, um, what's an example of that? Gosh, my mind's going blank, but to live yeah. out of inquiry. Yeah. Is yeah. The best yeah. example for our children they'll ever have. Yeah. And they come to trust us mm, because we're trustworthy. So do the work, people listening. Do the work and model it to your family and your children. Yeah, judge your judge your children. Write your thoughts down. Ask more questions. Turn it around and try those turnarounds on. Mm. The turnarounds, the, the tricky. So many of my clients are like, "They're so tricky." But I think again, like you said, if you practice it, if you allow yourself to, you know, air quotes, mess up doing the work, which you can't, that in itself is its own lesson. So I think it's it's really committing committing to doing it yeah, and always question the um the judgment always question the judgment before you turn it around because questioning out of those four questions gives gives you the enlightenment mm. a more open mind when you do get to the turnaround and rather than self-incrimination yeah it's enlightenment yeah, because you can. I think you can go, oh, is it true? No. Okay, can I know for sure? Uh, uh. And then it's like, that's not the right kind of energy because yeah. we it's rushing. And even for me, when I first started, I was not doing it as a meditation. I must, I might have been at the red light with my Kmart receipt, but I wasn't there for five minutes or you know, closing my eyes. And now when we do it, and I can't wait to become a facilitator as soon as we can fly, I'm coming and doing it yeah. because I believe in it so much. Have you noticed that... Um that as you're speaking or thinking, it's beginning to end in a question mark, just yeah. a silent question mark, like, uh, he, he hurt my feelings is how it used to feel. And now he hurt my feelings is the feel. Yeah, yeah. Everything ending. And it might say, you hurt me. But even when we're acting out inside, it feels like, you hurt me? Mm. Like, really? Mm. It's, it's more like, because we know, let's see, I hurt me. I'm hurting me right now. How do I know I'm feeling guilt? And yes. The finger is, you know, it's what I'm thinking and believing about him, her, them, that is the cause of my suffering. It can never be them. And I love the story that you say, like, it's a, it's a story and we can just live in these stories that uh, you call them dreams or sometimes they feel like nightmares. And that's the only place where we truly suffer. Yeah. Stephen's in the, in the kitchen is a dream Hmm. until I walk in there and see that he is there or he's not there. I'm just dreaming, daydreaming. And, and I imagine my church, one son in his home, another son in his home, my daughter in her home. And I have no idea where they are, but that doesn't stop this. <laughs> go mine. But yeah. for all of it to end in a question mark, 
that silent question mark. It's not even a thing. It's it because it's 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 like an implant that begins to find a home in you that, mm. that just gives you a, a a questioned mind. And Einstein said, "An unquestioned mind is a, a, an unquestioned mind is not worth living." For mm. Socrates, someone yeah, said, "Yeah, yeah, that's one of my favorite books. The ones that you say like." Um, the unquestioned mind is a world of suffering. And I, I, I love that. It's in my book, that quote of yours, because I think it's it's just powerful and it doesn't need to be deep or spiritual. And I and I wanna say, yeah, like that's that's what I love about you. Like jokingly, my community called me like the Byron uh, sorry, the, the Cardi B of personal development as like a joke of like breaking down the stigma, the dogma, the the very smart because I don't consider myself an educated or spiritual I, I mean I am, but I don't wanna talk about that. I wanna talk about normal yeah. English words that people can yeah. understand. What matters. Yeah, and I I really I just I, I'm so deeply grateful for you because you you've made these four questions they're they're just simple small statements that you can do on a Kmart receipt <laughs> or on the work which is free the work.com the, the worksheets you give you have an app which all of my ladies have um, like I said to you we, we you're part of our curriculum like your, your book is the book they need to read yeah and yeah we have a um a thing I want to show you I'm sending you this shirt it says have you Byron Katie that? <laughs> oh, that I love. Oh, I love that so much. Because I can ask myself if I Byron Katie that. Even, <laughs> even names aren't personal. <laughs> Seriously, it's like have you have you Byron Katie that? And yeah. it's a, it's a verb. It's a verb in our community. And, it, and it, you know, they look at me like roll their eyes. I'm like, go get get out of my face. Go get on the paper. Go do the thing yeah. so that you can find your own answer. Um. I know that I know that you don't have too much time, but I just wanted to see if we could do a little like rapid fire thing. I wanted to ask you, what's your favorite book? If do you have one? Oh, the the book of you know this may sound arrogant, and it, yeah. it doesn't. I don't experience that way, but the book of me. Yeah, I love that the book of me, and it, I'm reading it all the time. He this, she that, they this, they that. The book of me, and is it kind? Mm. Is it worth? Is it worth experiencing? Mm. Ah, I love you. Okay, who is your biggest mentor or or inspiration? Or I know you talk about Buddha a lot in um, a mind at home with itself, but do you have one? Yes, my own. I'm my own role model. Yeah, I know suffering. I know. I know how to deal with suffering that it's an illusion mm. and i know how to wake up from that dream so yeah i knew you were going to say those i'm like yay <laughs> I uh, love you. No, my my own personal <laughs> experience wow what a what a book yeah and we all have the book we need we're living out of it they mm. are what we refer to as memories and and uh, aspirations and mm. so good <laughs> Um, do you have any daily rituals or things that you do to keep you in a practice for yourself? Because I know you speak a lot and you're, you're out in the world serving and also in the world serving some of the rituals you do. Do you have any? I brush my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I get out of bed without an argument, awesome. a, a self-argument. It, I just It's effortless. I brush my teeth. I put in my contacts. <laughs> contact <Thank you>. lens <laughs> and I shower after my contact lens but that's 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 a big deal where I come from yeah 
is yeah. to do those simple things without a war going on. Oh, I need to this, I need to that. While the toothbrush is doing this. <sighs> presence, presence, presence. And soap in the shower is not just nothing. It's mm. Mm. Yeah, Presence. Okay, I'm not I'm going to ask you this, but I feel like it is what it is. Like what would you love to leave the world with as a legacy or as and I feel like you already have. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I have I I if I ever existed, I <laughs> I uh, I'm you know, I anyway, without that, the four questions and turnarounds. Mm. Yeah, that's that's I would love that they continue to live in you and and that it continues to move everyone has a right to freedom yes i give freedom that is for sure um i know that you've been doing we're going to finish up because i know you have to go and i appreciate just every second of your time um i know you've been doing the work from your beautiful home on zoom and 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 i've attended one and my 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 clients and students have come um how has that been for you doing you were traveling so much and now to be home and serving millions of people how does it feel yeah um um, it feels right Mm. that nothing can stop any of us from giving or giving the value that we have Mm. so good Katie, thank you so much. And if if the internet collapses, the thing I can leave is to love every human being that comes to my mind Mm. without a mean-mindedness that doesn't meet, is it true? Mm. The world lives lives in me. That's my world. The world lives in you. That's your world. So if we want if we want freedom in our world, then we all have that power. Mm. You're the best. Thank you so so much. Well, thank you for your life and your presence and for for gifting these questions in the world. Thank you, beloved. Thank you. Be well. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> okay, so that was amazing. And I'm I'm now just like, what just happened? Um, Hamish was here the whole time recording on Instagram Live. And if you are interested in watching it, we're going to upload this podcast to my YouTube. And you can watch the actual live podcast on my Instagram and IGTV. I hope that that was everything you imagined it was everything i imagined her presence even just in the stillness is divine and incredible and i only know that i think she's divine and incredible because i have the same thing that she has and if you think i'm divine and incredible or she is you have the same thing that we have and i and i really recognize that from all of the mentors and people i look up to and my life has just been made i mean what an incredible being so much wisdom in her soul i hope that you enjoyed the podcast and i can't recommend enough that you not only listen to loving what is the audiobook and get the actual book, but also tune into A Mind at Home with Itself. It's her newest book. 
It's deep. It's big. It goes into so many more things. There are many, many audiobooks that she has on Audible. One of them is called The Inner Awakening. And that's the one where I got some of my quotes from. And it's honestly a, a really mind-opening book because it takes you even deeper into the work. I didn't get to ask her about Wayne Dyer and how she met him and worked with him. But to me, she feels like a Wayne Dyer. And I am just over the moon that I got to speak to her. Thank you, Byron Katie, you beautiful, incredible woman. And thank you to every single one of you who listened to this podcast and shared it. And were on this journey with me of making this happen. A special mention to Nat from Dean Publishing for allowing this interview and Stephen Mitchell. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your ears, your time, your energy, and your attention. Please do me a favor and head over to Apple iTunes. Subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. Share this episode with a sister who you know needs to hear it. And if you feel called to, leave me a review. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. I'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world. Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to. And I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey.